Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (laughs) The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo. Yo. All right, we doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. Great. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Glad to hear it. Great. That's a nice sweater, Snow going on. You look good today. Hey, thank you. It looks new. Man, it looks yeah. nice. Is it a gift? It was a gift. Yeah, it looks Is good. Is that uh, suede? Uh, yeah. Velour. Velour. That Velour, yeah. It's really soft. Yeah. It looks, looks good. good. Thanks. Looks good. Really soft, just like you. <laughs> okay. What's going on with you? Anything? <laughs> Nothing. Why? You look at me like you know something. No, I, hope I, not. I didn't know what you were about to say about snow cone sweater, and I thought it would look nice. And it does know, look it, nice. It, I'm it being does. honest. Okay. It looks nice. I didn't know. Just, I like it. Um, it was just funny that you said it's really soft, and I was like, well. Well, and I overheard you say, I know Snowcone was sick yesterday, and then I overheard you say that you had proof that he wasn't sick, and I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> oh boy, here it comes. What is it? But I, no, I don't. I was just balls. busting his balls. Uh, but were you actually sick? Yes. Well, you look fine today. I'm feeling better today. We haven't really went away quick. Yeah, the I'm one not even little, a sniffle. I'm still a little sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I took well. Dayquil earlier. Mm-hmm. Is, a little, little, is that what that is there, that Dayquil yeah. sitting out yeah. there for you? Yeah, okay, good. Makes you feel better? Mm-hmm. All right. Feeling better. Got his Red Bull, got his Dayquil. He's doing better. Feeling hey, better. guys, did you check to see if you made the uh, People Magazine's People of the Year list? No, I didn't, but I would imagine I did. Right. I mean, don't they vote on this? I don't understand. Had, has a year gone by where I haven't? Nope. That's what I was thinking. I was trying to think back to the last time you didn't make the list and... Some way, shape, yeah. or form. I didn't see you on here, though. It's hmm. it's totally bizarre. I mean, they, this is not. Maybe I'm thinking of most eligible bachelor. Well, maybe I'm past it. You know, like I used to win the pitch awards all the time, and yeah. then you know the pitch disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And most like top ten influential people in Kansas or something. Oh yeah, I forgot about the state of Kansas. Right. That was a that was a top good one. Was Fifteen it? people in radio or something. Like maybe with this, it's just like you know they just quit giving it to you after a while. Yeah, they've already established. Like, right. hey, we think you're really good at what you do. Yeah. You got interviewed for the New York Times. Sure, uh, wasn't it the Times? Washington it was Post, the Times. One of those. Okay, yeah. And then you the won. country's paper of record. I if you're curious, I think it was 
I think it was top five most influential in Kansas. It could have been. I don't right? remember. It was a big one. It was a pretty big one. Well, there's seven to... people who live in Kansas, so. Right, but still, <laughs> two of them weren't on that list at no, all, you're right. so that's pretty good. Uh, so these are the people of the year. It mm-hmm. doesn't, again, not sexiest, not uh, most eligible bats or whatever. It's just people of the year. I think they all have to do something good. Oh, well, that they probably have to be good, excludes good me. people. Well, you've done good things in well, the past. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to win that. Well, we bought air conditioners like 10, 10 years, years ago? ago for the, I don't know, old ladies in heat or whatever that was called. Old ladies <laughs> in heat. <laughs> whatever it was called. It is a charity name. It's yeah. for old people that are in hot apartments or hot houses, and you get yeah. an air conditioner. We did that. I thought that bought us some time, I would think. I would think. But Mila Kunis is on the list. Any mm. idea why? I'm sure she does something against sex trafficking with That's what I Ashton it would be. Kutcher. Yeah, I figured it would be some of the Ashton Kutcher sex trafficking stuff, but it's not. It has to do with Russia invading Ukraine because she was in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And so when it happened, her and Ashton raised money for refugees. They raised $37 million. Really? To date. Yeah, there's a lot of money. Money, I guess. That seems like quite a bit, right? Yeah, I was about to bust their balls, but that's... That's a lot. Thirty-seven million. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I was, and I was, I was about to be like, "What did she do for right. Ukraine?" Right. And how many people are they hosting? They were like, but... she raised thirty-seven million dollars. I'm like, "Oh, Oof, for sorry, <laughs> right?" <laughs> wow. And as soon okay. as I say, "Are they hosting anyone?" Someone will text me like, "Yeah, they have ten fans." Well, exactly. I don't. Like, oh, yeah. All right. Never mind. Jennifer you don't Hudson? really have to host anyone if you're giving thirty-seven million dollars right. to people who will. I think you're good. Those air conditioners cost us, as I recall, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. And you're like, you're like ten years. Like, are you hosting anybody? It's like. Well, that AC man. I don't have to. I mean, actually, for thirty-seven million dollars, I'm hosting just about the whole right. damn country. <laughs> Any refugee, anybody that wants to be a refugee, right? We've got to cover Jennifer Hudson. She launched. I don't know who a, she is. Yeah, you do. She was on mm-hmm. American Idol, mm-hmm. and she lost, I think. But mm-hmm. she was. She made it far, right? And then she was in that Eddie Murphy movie. I think she's an she EGOT won. winner. She is now. She's the youngest EGOT winner ever. Yeah. Do you know what EGOT is, Lazo? No idea. Exceptional girls on. Gee, I don't got on time. Tea. They're always on time. Exceptional girls on. I don't know. No, it's awards. You've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. If you win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and Tony, a Tony, a Tony. Yeah, if you win all four of those, Stage you're in the one. EGOT Club, yeah. and she's the youngest person to have ever done that. I guess it says that she was. That must have happened this year because it says she became the youngest woman to achieve yeah, EGOT status. Right. And she launched a new talk show to create a platform where everyone feels included. I don't know about this talk show. Is it on television? Is oh, it? I bet I you Snowcone does. Right. Do you watch it? Why would I know? Because you I guys know, watch what EGOT is, and you watch a lot of those. I, I would imagine Jennifer Hudson's on some sort of reality TV show that no, yeah. you watch. Or no. talk show. I feel like you no, know no. way more about popular shows than we do. Yeah. Well, We're kind of stuck in our reality exactly. shows. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that stuff. No, I get it, but no, I don't. Uh, so apparently she's got a show, and I guess, you know, it must be a, a good show or a kind show or something because she's a person of the year. Then, uh, oh, Quinta Brunson, of course. Don't know who she is. No yes, idea. you do. She, no, I don't. She created Abbott Elementary. No idea what that is. Oh, Abbott Elementary, the show on ABC. That's like the never biggest show on TV heard of it right or now. seen it. It only won an Emmy, Laszlo. Yeah. I've never heard of it or seen the it. The show that wanted to show inclusiveness to all generations and have parents and grandparents alike laughing at the same humor. Never heard it. You've it's obviously about, uh, seen Inner Abbott. City Elementary School. It's a comedy on ABC. Right? It's about a what? Inner City Elementary School. Never heard of it. I've never heard it's of it. It's a either. massive show. When I saw Abbott Elementary, I was thinking of uh, Downton Abbey. I don't know why. Oh, it's I thought you just started like an actual school. I thought oh, it was something that I didn't know, right. like Oprah School or something. You know, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. 
And then number one, I don't know if these are supposed to go in any type of order, but they have listed here as one, Matthew McConaughey. Oh. When the Uvalde school shooting happened, oh, he yeah. returned to his hometown, met with victims' families. He also spoke at the White House and is credited with helping pass federal gun legislation. Remember that? Giving those speeches about gun yeah. control? That seems like a lifetime ago. How long ago was that? Was that in the spring? Oh. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. It seemed like a long time. I mean, yeah. it also could have been summer. So you go, Matthew McConaughey, Quinta Brunson, Lazo, which what did she create? Uh, Abbott Elementary. That's right. And what's so good about Abbott Elementary? It's an inclusive elementary school that grandparents and parents can laugh at the humor together. Yes, exactly. Nailed yeah, exactly. It. That's it. Yeah. And Jennifer Hudson, what what club is she in? She's an EGOT. Yeah. And what is an EGOT? Every <laughs> no 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 we went over this awards it's Early awards girls <laughs> um, on Tinder yeah no it's an, it's <laughs> easy awards girls on <laughs> easy girls on Tinder <laughs> yeah. I don't know about her status on Tinder but she got EGOT for her Emmy Grammy Oscar and uh, Tony, Tony award, there you yeah. go and then Mila Kunis because she she helps refugees she does yeah raise a lot of money yeah her and so, Ashton Kutcher yeah. If there was a space there for you to be on this list, I feel like I the Quentin Brunson do, thing. I didn't do much. I know, but, I mean, you made us laugh. Well, you sure. stuck with us for another year. I brought right? you humor. You brought us humor. You, you light, I mean, there was a lot of sadness in the last couple of years. And sure. You helped bring some levity. Here to that, I was that's important. the entire time. Yeah, busting snow cones, balls. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snow cones at home watching Abbott Elementary, and all you can do is bust his balls while he's at work. Like, the guy needs a break. He's <laughs> totally familiar with Abbott Elementary, and he's seen it. He just not. got done being defensive Have about you seen why it? No. You I knew have. what it was immediately. I know, I did, but I, but I haven't seen it, I swear. I don't know why I'm defending it. Like, I, I know. But I swear I haven't. I swear I haven't. I don't know why I'm defending it like that. I don't know why I know what exists. I, I swear I don't know. It's not because I, I watch it. I don't know why I know what an EGOT is. <laughs> I would never know a Tony Award. Like, yeah, you would. You would. The Church, the church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. There's big, big, big breaking news, Laszlo. Danny Masterson? No, that is big news, though. Did you see that snow cone? Mistrial. Oh, mistrial. Danny Masterson. So your, your wish came true there, snow cone. Yeah. He kept saying, "If I was good on that job trial, influencing the jury, if, you and your Scientology if that's not buddies, reasonable doubt, I don't know what reasonable is." <laughs> that's what you said. That. You said, "How can you convict someone for a crime?" And I said, "Well, there's no and statute of limitations." Matter. I hate the Mars Volta. Yeah, that's uh, which is a weird thing that. too to try and connect those dots. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, hung. Oh, I did see though with that Danny Masterson thing. There was a big story on uh, our news. Well, I mean, it was just within the last couple hours, and I saw the very top thing on there was people thanking Tony Ortega for uh, following the story and all the updates, and they oh, had yeah. links to all of his stuff. So we interviewed Tony Ortega uh, um, what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, on our podcast, if you want to listen yeah, to it. So check that out. He was, uh, he'd was he been in L.A. covering the Masterson yeah. trial the whole time. He's a Scientology expert. He's a Scientologist. Anyway, uh, no, I don't think he is. I don't think he's a Scientologist. I don't know how I feel about you saying that, but I'm pretty sure he's not a Scientologist. He's a squirrel, right? Or he's into squirrel stuff. I don't know. Go back and listen to the Sounds podcast. Sounds to me like he's a Scientologist. The guy knows more about it than anybody I've ever met. I have to talk about an affair. The guy knows more about Scientology than Tom Cruise. That's true. He, he <laughs> yes. at least knows as much, yes. I think. Yes. Well, we have to talk about a workplace affair. The big, big story today. Someone's that you been, had? We're going to talk about been that one? Busted. No, not that I had. That someone had. Oh, you don't want to talk about that one. A workplace affair that someone's been having. You. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? Got your job, Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? Well, I've got some shocking, shocking news here for okay. you. And this is from Daily Mail. Uh, DailyMail.com can reveal, and this seems to be exclusive to them. They broke this story, that Good Morning America co-hosts 
Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes' friendship has evolved. I've never into never a full-blown romantic relationship. Who's Amy Robach? All right, so you'll recognize her. I don't know about him. I watch him because I I watch those shows yeah, in the morning. Beta energy. No, because I watch the Good Morning America and uh, Today Show to see what the big news stories are in the morning. I've never seen her before in my life. You never seen her? No. Eh, I thought that you might think she's familiar. Him, you might recognize his voice if you heard it. Probably not. He, they joined Good Morning America, or he did, I think, in like 2020. They have separate, they have different hours now of GMA. They break it down. Yeah, it's anyway, crazy. Anyway, you know, well, we don't really have to get into all that. The, the, the point is, these people aren't huge celebrities. <laughs> I mean, I get that they're on a morning talk show. You don't know who they are. I thought you might recognize her when you saw her face, but you don't even recognize her yet. The Daily Mail, and I don't know who else is involved in this, they're out snapping these pictures, following these two around. Now, they're both married, okay? She's, I think it said that she's 49 and he's 45. Yeah, okay, 49 and 45. They're both married. And they've been hanging out outside of work, which, you know, people do. And people love their chemistry on screen, Lazlo. They got great chemistry. They seem to be, you know, good friends. But then people start following them around, and they, they spot them at a bar. So, like, here's... I mean, there's obviously someone from the paparazzi from, I assume, Daily Mail hiding across from them at this bar. And you see that picture, and you're like, that's not so bad, right? They're having a drink. Looks like they're both having a beer now. Okay, it looks like she's laughing and kind of bending over maybe a little bit towards the bar, leaning on the bar. And, you know, okay, so then you keep scrolling. Down here, there's a picture of him giving her a weird eye from across the street. But it's like, you know, that's a photograph. I'd like to see a a video of that because that doesn't tell me anything. But then... Then I see this. Now, you can see the still shot. There is video of this. She's putting stuff in the trunk of her car, and as he walks by, she's bent over in the trunk. He walks by, and he grabs her ass. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a quick pat. It's a, it's like what you would do to Yeah, I could say, like, good game, though. You could just yeah. be nice. Yeah. Uh, they both, let's see, it says, um, they've been snap spending alone time in each other's apartments and shacking up in a secluded cottage in upstate New York for a romantic weekend getaway two weeks before Thanksgiving. According to insiders... The two are said to have gone from co-stars to lovers in June mm. when they were in London together covering the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. Same thing happened Jubilee to you they'll too. never forget. Well, exactly. You guys can really relate, huh? It's Last romantic. time you guys were covering the whole Queen's thing, you started right. making out. It's oh. romantic. It is. There's something about royalty and princes and princesses and all yeah. that stuff. It is romantic. And they're being, you know, flown overseas. I assume their spouses are sure. not going with them. They have to stay home and they're friendly. So, you know... One thing leads to another. Next thing you know, he's grabbing her ass, and they're shacking up together. Holmes, 45, has been married to uh, Marilee something, with whom he shares a daughter since 2010. The same year, Robach, 49, married a uh, husband who's an actor, Andrew Shue. Andrew Shue, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. S-H-U-E. Now, he's the only one that kind of sounds. Was that? Am I thinking of a different Shue? I don't know. That, there is definitely I want to say he was in... Andrew Shue. Uh, Melrose Place. I'm guessing this right off the top of my head. That's him. Yeah. That's yes, exactly Melrose look at Place. That. Nice work. Yeah, up yours, buddy. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> look who watches Melrose Place. Pop culture huh? from 1992, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. I'm all over it. That's right. He's a good-looking guy. He is a good-looking guy. <laughs> I mean, all the pictures I have here are from the early 90s, but I'm sure he's still a good-looking guy. So, the the fact that they're fun. Look, I I get like big celebrities. Everything is news. They wanted pictures of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' baby forever. Whenever that was happening, what was that? Ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Now, there's certain celebrities. I mean, when we were kids, Snow Cone. I say we. I guess you're a lot younger than me. But when I was a kid, everything Michael Jackson did. His was sister huge is news. Elizabeth yeah. Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Is yeah. Elizabeth Shue. I didn't know that they were siblings. Well, I guess I don't know much about Also, place, now that I'm looking into this, he co-founded Cafe Mom. Who did? 
Andrew's Shoe? Yes. Well, I don't know what Cafe Mom is. You do, only because you've never been to, it's like a social networking site, but if you see memes that are about, like, you know, they'll say, like, white women or white moms, and they'll be complaining about something, a lot of that comes from Cafe Mom. It's like yeah, a social networking thing. Hmm. No, nope. this guy, Pop Culture I know, over Pop here. Culture yeah. knows all no about idea. it. Anything involving Melrose Place, the yeah. six degrees well, of separation. Well, I didn't know that he invented white Cafe Mom. Right, but you knew Cafe Mom, and maybe it's because well, I knew it, yeah. it was inadvertently somehow connected to Melrose Place, and that's just... The world that you live in, which is totally fine. Snowco and I live in the Queen's Diamond Jubilee world where mm-hmm. romance is abundant on the mm-hmm. Queen's Island. And uh, that's apparently where these two finally evolved their friendship. But just imagine finding out that you're busted. And not only are you busted, but there's just pictures. They've got videos. You can watch these highlight reels, I guess, if you want to call them that, clips reels, of all the stuff they followed them around doing. And it's just like, are they big enough celebrities that someone needed to be following them around? Maybe because talk shows are big, like the morning talk yeah. shows, I suppose, have millions of yeah. viewers. So yeah, it's just not totally in our wheelhouse. But I know who they are. I mean, I'm not trying to pretend like I don't know who they are. If you just told me their names, I, they would have been familiar. I had to look them up. But as soon as I saw them, I know who they are. And I do see Good Morning America, at least clips of it, just about every single day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they really followed these two around. And the whole thing is that, you know, DailyMail.com can now reveal to the world that these two had a, uh, an affair. Thank God. There is – I feel like there's some good to this, though, which is that after the Me Too movement and uh, – what was his name? Matt, Matt uh, Lauer. Lauer, right? Yep. And all that stuff about – because it sounded – when that whole story, the more you read about that, it's like he looks good. wife. Andrew Shue looks good now. Does he? I, did, I haven't seen yeah, recent pictures. But I thought maybe workplace romances were done. Like, totally done. That's him then. That's him now. Oh, okay. So I saw this and probably thought it was an older picture. He looks basically the same. He's got a better Man, if your wife, if you look like that and your wife will cheat on you, then... There's no hope. You were on Melrose Place. Is, right. Right. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. I get that these two, uh, the two that had the affair, they're, they share some common interests, like the fact that they host Good Morning America, but they also kind of the they want to cheat on their spouses, yeah. which yeah, is fine with me. Anything. None of my business, man. Right. Why is it, why, why is it, again, I know I'm just coming back to this, but they're not big enough celebrities, I wouldn't think, that you have to send people out and follow them around and watch them in a bar and then see what Somebody they do must in upstate have tipped New them York. Off. Right, but yeah. what kind of person? Who tips somebody off? Like, you work with them, you don't like them? Is that what happens? Or do you get paid Maybe. by the paparazzi? Somebody in one of those bars is like, hey, you'll never guess what I saw. Mm. Oh, man. I mean, I get it. They are they are celebrities, but you didn't. You don't know who they are. Like, Lazo, you're looking at pictures of I don't of know who they are. I know recognize. who her husband is, so now it's interesting right. to me. <laughs> right. But they're not big enough celebrities that everyone is familiar with their names and not even necessarily their faces once you see the picture. And they were being followed around. I mean, look at this. Just imagine that someone's been following you around like this, and next week the Daily Mail says, hey, Daily Mail Also, who can cares? Reveal. So she had an affair, and so did he. And so did he. This should be People between them have, and their spouses. Right. People will have affairs all the time. Right. Is it, yeah. it is it a big deal? Because the only thing I can imagine is that maybe the audience is a little bit older. I don't know what the demo is for people that watch the Today Show and Good Morning America, but maybe they're scandalized, you know, and they feel like they're friends with these people. I and guess, I, but... I, I just... Being followed around. I know we talk about this in the past, but... Maybe it's the Good Morning America. Have... Maybe people who watch Good Morning America don't have affairs, but it seems... <laughs> that seems pretty ridiculous. Right, but I mean, I maybe... Mean, maybe yeah, right? Like, maybe I have no idea what their ABC, demographic is, but... Disney. It seems like it's not that big of a deal. No. So these two people, they were married. 
they are married, and then they go on trips together and work together every day yeah. and spend more time with this person than they do the other person. And you know what? They ended up having an affair. Not ideal. It's not ideal. But it's but not a crime, and it's not... They uh, act like it's, it's a crime. Right. It's not really... Like, I don't judge these people for that. Right. They fell in love with each other. They didn't mean to do it, I'm sure. When they got the job, they weren't like, man... I'm going to have sex with my co-host. Yeah, that's my whole Unlike you two when you whoa, brought him whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's up? We got a doom scroll here coming up in just a couple oh, minutes. Yeah. Obviously, one of the big stories we mentioned earlier because Elephant in the Room, Snow Cone, was gone yesterday because he was a juror uh, during the Danny Masterson trial, and he's finally back. And uh, breaking news today that... Yeah. Uh, there was a mistrial, and uh, they're gonna. They claim they're gonna take him back to court like in March. But uh, I saw people saying, if you can't prove your case now, you, and it's been all those Wouldn't years. That be, my thing is like, and look, I'm not saying he did it. I, uh, I, I have no idea. The only thing I know is what Tony Ortega said, right? But just as an American and trying to understand our legal system, I never under, really understood the mistrial. If you went all the way through trial, and someone on that jury was like, yeah. I don't think so. Then isn't that in and of itself reasonable doubt? I would think so. You think like, hey, they trial. couldn't figure it this time, so why next time? Right? Are they going to have different prosecutors? If I was a jury, I'd have to say, I'd be like, well, we already did, they already did this with other people, and also we have to pay for our defense. It's not like if we win, right. they they pay us back. You know what I mean? So I understand there's no double jeopardy, and there shouldn't be such a right. Why is there double jeopardy? Right? It, like, there's that's not thing. because they're saying you weren't acquitted of it. Right, but so, you should be. Well, they're saying the jury has to be unanimous. I know, so but that's mistrial. ridiculous. I know that's why the judges always try their hardest to get the jurors right. to come to something. Which I, I also feel like think if I sucks. went to trial once and you're like, "Yeah, we couldn't convict you," then that's if you try me again for the same thing, well, that's double jeopardy. There's no, I mean, I, I know that's not the way it is, yeah. but I mean, because you got to pay for your defense. I'm not defending this guy, by the way. I'm just saying right. that you got to pay for your defense. And the fact that judges do that, I always thought it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. If you are the per- if you're the defendant and you find out that the jurors can't come to a, a an agreement, and the judge is saying, "Listen, you guys got to come up with something." Like just telling them, "I don't want to hear that you right. guys can't agree on this," and that you're telling people, "Hey, you know what? I know there's like half you, or maybe only one of you. I don't know how many, but some of you can't seem to agree on this. Just agree, one way or the other. Right, just agree. Exactly. And then they come back and find you guilty, and you know that the judge was telling right. them, "Hey, just please, you know, try to." You already sat through the trial. I always wonder what goes on in those rooms. Twelve we, angry men watching. I know. We sat through the same the guy trial. Guy wanted to go to the Yankees game. Right, you're in a hurry, you want to go home, you hear that all the time, like just want to get out of there. Uh, there's other stuff, we got to talk about the triple-demic as well, and uh, head and shoulders, what you may not know about the popular dandruff shampoo, Laszlo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big TikTok news. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll. With SlimFast, what you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. Doom scroll. Danny Masterson trial ends in a hung jury. Victory. <laughs> Leah Remini says that she will not stop fighting Scientology. Uh, Leah Remini posted a lengthy statement on Twitter following the news that Danny Masterson's rape trial ended with a hung jury. Remini, a former member of Scientology, accused Scientology leader David Miscavige of covering up sex abuse crimes within the organization and sent him a stern warning. You ready for this? Quote, David Miscavige, I know you read my tweets. There is nothing you can do to intimidate me into silence, and I will not stop fighting you and the evil criminal enterprise you control. Obviously, uh, 
She thinks that uh, Miscavige uh, sure. helped Masterson hide some of the stuff. A judge has declared a mistrial at the rape trial of that 70s show actor, Danny Masterson. Jurors told an L.A. judge that they were hopelessly deadlocked. They could not come to a unanimous verdict on any count. Masterson is charged with the rape of three women between 2001 and 2003. He pleaded not guilty. A retrial is scheduled for March, but Masterson's lawyer says he will seek to dismiss the case. And I saw several people online saying that the chances of it being retried in March are somewhat low, potentially because, like we mentioned earlier, it's not like they've got new evidence or that they're going to have any new evidence between now and then. So we already know the case that they, or they already know the case that they have to make against them, and it didn't work. That doesn't mean that it won't happen, and it does happen. And right. prosecutors definitely retry people, sometimes more than twice. But a lot of these accusations are, are really old. And there's no statute of limitations. I get that. But I'm with you guys. If you if you already made this case and it ended like this, and the jurors said we're hopelessly deadlocked, they told the judge we cannot agree on this, then what makes you think it's going to work in March? And and maybe they will, and maybe it will. I don't know. But I'm with you. When you got to pay for your own defense, right. it just seems odd that, they, that the the government who has basically limitless funds. And I'm not defending this guy. No, I'm, I'm not right. saying that he didn't do it. I'm just saying I don't totally understand our legal system. How, how are you able to continue to, you know, charge people? Right, and that you're expected to come up with your because Tony Ortega, when we interviewed him, talked about how Masterson's I think had sold his house and sold some other things. To raise money for his legal team, which I'm sure was expensive. Right now he's not saying, "Oh, just do it again." Right, but you're gonna have to do it again. That's right. That's a that's a weird thing. I know in some countries, uh, maybe I've just heard this idea floated around, but the idea that if you lose, then whoever brought the case against you has to pay your your legal expenses. Right. Then I could see like, well, they're hey, you know what? If you lose, they're gonna pay for it anyway. Right. Yeah. So right. or, or you know, if you win, I guess. Um, but to just say we're going to keep trying you seems odd. But maybe they will. Like they said, it's scheduled technically for March. The triple demic is getting worse. Last Tell month. me about it. The triple demic is the uh, respiratory viruses that have been keeping snow cone out of work the last few days. You got the flu. You got COVID. And you've got this, uh, what's the one that kids get? This R- RSV. RSV, which a lot of hospitals have said that they're... Uh, been bad this year. Children's, yeah, really bad. Like the children's units at a lot of hospitals are at capacity or over capacity. Yeah. They're full. Really? Yeah, there's been a, a lot of sick kids, especially. And then after Thanksgiving, now you've got all these people uh, who have been in contact with family and they've been traveling because the numbers came out from AAA, whoever does that over the weekend, that said that we almost hit pre-pandemic travel numbers. It was like 29, really close to 2019 levels of travel for this Thanksgiving. The last couple of years, flu was almost non-existent because of all the social distancing and you know, the fact that everyone was trying not to get sick. So the flu kind of disappeared while COVID did its thing. But now you got all three of these viruses making people sick. And to make things worse, you can't get the meds that you need. So if your kid gets sick and you need something as simple as a over-the-counter antiviral drug or a, a, a children's ibuprofen, they said all of this stuff is difficult to find in a lot of parts of the country. New cases of the flu, RSV, and COVID are expected to keep rising. Because of travel patterns last week, We expect rates will go up evenly, probably across the country. The CDC reporting high or very high respiratory illness activity within 35 states. Across the U.S., flu activity is more than 20 times higher compared to last year. The combination of the high viral activity and the lack of some of these available remedies and treatments 
is creating a worsening of this triple demic. Okay, it's been a while now since yeah. COVID mm-hmm. hit, and we still have these supply chain issues. And they're still talking about not being able to get med. Like you can't that's get children's saying that's high Because one thing I noticed when I stopped into my Seven Eleven today, they had taken down the screen. It's the first time, like it was, it was glaringly obvious to me. Between the cashiers? Oh, yeah. Cashier. Now, I know like at a lot of places they've been gone or sometimes they didn't even put them up. But this had been up forever. Because and I came in today and it was gone. Hmm. Yeah, and I noticed fewer and fewer people, even like when I was at the uh, drugstore last night to pick up prescriptions, I noticed a lot of people working at the pharmacy who aren't wearing masks. Even with all the right. stuff that's going on, and we hear now there's a triple demic and everyone's getting the flu and numbers are high. These are people who would have absolutely been wearing masks even after they had to or they were forced to. And now they're not. I don't know if that's because they're all totally up on their uh, shots, which I don't, I don't know, know that I am. I'm not positive that I'm totally I up know. on my shots. I think I, I haven't am. gotten boosters. Well, there's like the booster. I got the first booster. I got oh. the two shots and a booster. But I, I scheduled you one, yeah. but were you weren't able to? Yeah, they said I didn't get it there. They didn't have your, and then I, have your card. Right, oh, and then they were like, oh, you need your card. I'm like, well, I don't have my card. And they're like, well, your you need your card. vaccine card yeah. or whatever? Poof. I'm like, it was like luck. two years. I don't understand. Right. Just give me the booster. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, we can't do it. I'm like, why can't you do it? I thought they had that stuff on file anyway because they gave me a new card. When I went I got to a different place. Yeah, so did I. I think I went to a different place each time. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, but that could be because at the time it Isn't was still like the COVID stuff. And that's what I thought. Things? I thought it was like because the government was paying for those shots. Maybe that's why they had a record of it. I don't know because they're not paying for it anymore, right? You got to pay for this stuff now. Oh, I don't know. Right. I know that the pharmacies have been packed for the last couple months with people trying to get vaccines what i assume are is it all one shot now you go in and get a flu shot and it's also got boosters for your covid shots is that how this works no, I, I would think because so. we should be to the point now where you don't have to ask me which original vaccine i got which booster exactly. i got and just say hey you know what this is your the annual cops can COVID do it, shot. this should be just as important right it's time for your 2022 fall covid shot and everyone could just get kind of the same thing so i should probably go check on that just looks like such a hassle there's so many people mm-hmm. uh the christmas crunch is here that means You've probably already started to look on your apps when you go to order gifts. Will this stuff arrive in time for the holidays? And, of course, right now you should have plenty of time, but with the rail strike, it's making things a little less certain because if there's a rail strike, there's a good chance your stuff won't show up at all. Last year there was a bunch of problems with shipping, and I don't know, they had a name for whatever happened last year. I don't recall this at all, but apparently it was all part of the supply chain issues, which to me feel like have been going on now for a few years, basically nonstop. We can't get children's ibuprofen, then I, it doesn't feel like we've ever no, you're recovered right. from any of this. This morning, the tree lights are on, and so is the Christmas crunch. With more than $20 billion already spent on Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined, the focus now getting those gifts under the tree in time for Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. It comes after last year's ship again nightmare marked by record delays and out-of-stock messages. All part of the supply chain crisis that was caused by COVID outbreaks Stock and record consumer demand. While a repeat isn't expected this year, experts say prepare to pay more to send presents by mail. They've raised the prices now. FedEx, the Postal Service, UPS. I saw it looked like it was about six bucks or something that they've okay. increased prices to ship stuff. So if you are going to mail someone gifts, I... I assume they're talking about if I go to order something from Amazon or Walmart or whatever, that the shipping could be a little bit higher. But I guess right. some people also still mail their grandma fruitcake. So if you're going to do that, be prepared to spend an extra five or Have six Have you got bucks. all your Christmas shopping done? I've done quite a bit, actually, just because the last couple of years I didn't. So well, I just always, I'm continually picking stuff up. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm always, like, ordering something, you know. And as it's now it's starting to come in. And I'm like, God damn, I think I've. 
you know, did I buy enough? Did I buy too much? And then the other thing is when you have two kids, you're like, oh, no. Because you're kind of scrolling through. You're like, oh, he would like that. And you hit it, but you're not keeping track of it because you've been I've doing it for a month. All of a sudden, you're looking, you're like, I got 13 things for one kid yeah. and seven for yeah. the other. Yeah. Now i got to catch up somehow. And they've never brought it up. They've never said right. no. he's got more than me or anything else. And I don't think they would. But in your mind, you're like, well, I, this is uneven at this point. Well, also, I would think it makes it... I know it's it's not easy. It's difficult and expensive when something like a new PlayStation or Xbox comes out. But at least those years, you know, like, this is right. what I'm going to go need. get it. This is my goal. i got to find it. Right. It's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Jingle All the Way. I need the Turbo Man. Exactly. And that's what i got to find, and that's it. But on years like this, as a parent, I don't know what you do. You're just like, what don't they have? Is there anything that they've asked for? Can I get this stuff? Because that's the other thing. As soon as you think, oh, maybe that would be good. Is it something that there's going to be some supply chain right, issue yeah. with? Uh, and you've still got these disgruntled delivery drivers who are taking packages and throwing them out of their car. Right. Which seems to be, I don't remember that ever happening until COVID. Once COVID hit and everyone started getting all, everything well, they didn't want to get, they didn't want to go to their houses. So. And they were just overworked and they had way too much stuff to deliver. And it's still apparently an issue. A guy in Cincinnati found a bunch of packages that a FedEx guy had just thrown into the ditch. This guy, rather than just picking up all these packages and trying to figure out if there was anything good in there, he looked up all the names and delivered all of the stuff that he found on the side of the road, all of these packages. He said uh, some people were almost in tears over There was packages lying everywhere, so we decided to pick them up. I called every number on each box and told them that I had their package and I, I will deliver them to their house. Uh, kept thanking me so much because they said their package was delivered and it never was. Yeah, I've been there before. But when the yeah. package says it's delivered and it never was, you just tell Amazon or whoever it is and they always pay for it. I, I know that sometimes... People will steal stuff, uh, what are they called, porch pirates, and maybe that's happened to me. I don't have a camera, so I, I wouldn't know. But I've had those issues where something says it was delivered and it wasn't. You just tell right. them. I've never had them say, like, well, too bad. But maybe it's, if you order something as expensive as an Xbox, then maybe they do. I, I don't know. I do know that of the three of us in this room right now, if we were all to come upon a big pile of packages that had been thrown in a ditch... Who do I think is the most likely to hand deliver all those packages? Like once, like we came across them, we found come them. Come across them and see all these people didn't get their packages. None of us. I think Snowcone is going to be that guy. I would do it. He wouldn't dare take I a would. peek inside any no. of those boxes. Oh my! God. He would. He'd be asking me for help, which I'm not going to want to help. I know you're not going to believe, but I would. He would hand deliver all of those. He said he would earlier when we were talking about this. No, he, said, he wouldn't. He says he would. He said I would do the same thing. That's what he said. He asked if I would, and I said if I'm being honest. Probably not. No, I might just act like I didn't see it, you know. And I might pick it up and open some of the stuff. How I don't know. do people fall for your BS? So <laughs> I, the first thing he does is open them and see if his kid would like any of it. Well, right, that's what you right. do. And then he sees if his girlfriend would like any of it. And then he sees if he would like any of it. And at the end, if it was stuff that he didn't want, he might deliver it only so that he could tell people that he hand-delivered it. There's no way. If that thing came oh, and it was uh, whatever his son wanted the most, most for Christmas, he would be like, that's yeah, true. that's mine now. Man, if this oh, were Turbo Man, you'd have to take the Turbo oh, Man. Of course. If you found a PlayStation 5 in a ditch, you can't handle yeah, it. Oh, yeah. That. You're like, oh, let me hand deliver that to these people. No, you. I want to open them to see what's inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would. Look, you can't even keep a straight <laughs> no, face dirty. Of course not. Such a lie. Yo. Yo. Hey, your kid's playing basketball tonight? Yeah, he's got his first game. His first game. Is he ready? This is exciting. Is, is he prepared? Showtime. What position does he play? 
he's four and a half. I don't know why they're having games like that. They don't know how to dribble. They they can't. Most of them can't hit the rim. They don't know how to shoot. Can he don't hit they the have rim? Little baskets. I don't think he has yet. They have little baskets, right? They don't they're use lower, the full but ones. not that much lower. Okay. Yeah. You think that that age it still use like a little tight? He's taller than everybody. That's he true. He should be everyone. good at it. I know, but I just like last practice I was showing him how to shoot because he was still doing the underhand. So he's still working on like the overhand hey, shot. If he's doing Rick Barry style, he's doing Rick Barry style. You're right. Step away, pops. You're right. He's got a coach. Baskets of baskets. If you wanted a coach, you sign up well, for he coach. Needs to learn how to do both. Well, he needs to because you're the dad. You know what? He's got a coach. The coach says underhand I don't is under. Know that he does. <laughs> I don't know that he. He does, does have a coach, he has right? Have a coach. I know. I don't know. There's like four different people, and their parents. They're not sure if they're actually coaching or not. They kind of just step in. It's very loosely organized, right? I would hope that the rules are a little bit loose too at that age. I'm not sure why fun, they're doing right? games, but are you gonna be cheering for him? Yeah, I'm gonna cheer for him. Well, you be like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, of course. What about like, will you be? Will you be like, come on? That's a foul. No, oh, I see what you're no, saying. Not with four year olds. Lazo was. I yeah. saw no, those games. Wasn't. Oh, yes, he was. With four-year-olds? Yes, yeah. there was cursing. <laughs> there was yeah. raised voices. By the way, was... by the way, we won that game. Yeah, you oh. did. You turned yeah. things around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a single basket score tonight, to be honest. I, well, I he should know. be dunking on those fools. He's like six foot tall, and they got the little baskets. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, though. Do they use a full-size basketball, or is it a little basketball? It's full-size. Okay. Yeah. So... You're, that's your sport. And you're telling me, like, if they... If he... Someone... Like, all right. If your kid is going up for a breakaway layup, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and someone runs behind him and fouls him and the ref doesn't call a foul, you're not going to be like, that's a foul? If that was to happen, sure. You would be like, one, that's a foul! He doesn't really know how to dribble that well. He doesn't know what a layup is. That's well, you're so not critical I'm not asking him. you to know. What, he doesn't know what it is. And also, come on, you don't know that. He may know what a layup it's is. It's game yeah. night, and you're telling him he sucks on the I'm radio. I'm not telling him he sucks. Like, he's yeah. learning. He's four and a half. He doesn't really. He's not very good. I know. I'm just saying I'm he may know what a layup is. <laughs> I'm not expecting much well, tonight. I'd be shocked if I'm any of them score. Attitude reflects leadership, Captain. Okay. All right? All right. You know, I don't want to send him into the game saying it doesn't matter because, you know, you don't even know what you're doing anyway. Well, I'm not going to say all that. Well, that's not even what he's saying. He's saying I don't expect much from you. He's because you're not good at it. Because, because you're horrible. dribbling. Yeah. Can't even dribble the ball. You just pull him to the side and say, I'm Snow Cone. You're Snow Cone's son. We're winners. We win. That's what we do. We win. I'll say that. I'm going to win. We will win. I will tell him that when I get there. Do you need Lazo to go and be a coach? Going, so we got to wrap this up. Okay. Well, uh, good luck. Uh, tell him I think he's going to do great, and I do yeah. expect a lot of baskets tonight, and I expect him to win. I think he's... Uh, I think he's a talented young athlete, and I think he's in the right sport, and this is uh, the right league and everything else. I think this is going to be a big night for him. I don't know why you're being so pessimistic, so tell him good luck. I think he's going to score a bunch of points. Yep, it's going to be great. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll. You don't know, could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right, what are we doing? We're finishing Doom Scroll. Oh, good. Big news if you are a Twitter user and you find yourself uh, in the past constantly getting hung up on these fact checking things, and it'll say, you know, this post has been removed, or maybe it says this post may contain some stuff that might not be so true. They're not doing that anymore when it comes to COVID. 
Twitter just kind of quietly changed and updated their policy, and people in the media noticed. And they're saying they will no longer enforce their COVID-19 misinformation policy. So I guess... You can post whatever you want about COVID-19 again, Laszlo. COVID misinformation could start spreading unchecked on Twitter again. And that's because the platform has stopped enforcing those policies. Twitter didn't really make the announcement about the change. Instead, it added a line to the pages of its website outlining that policy, which reads, quote, effective November 23rd, 2022. Twitter is no longer enforcing the COVID-19 misleading information policy. I don't know how to feel about any of that stuff. The okay. fact-checking on Facebook, the fact-checking on Twitter, I don't, I don't know. I know that when you tell someone, hey, that's wrong, then it emboldens a lot of people, at least, to say this is exactly what they don't exactly. want us talking about. That's the problem. And it just kind of proves their point. And so if you say, hey, here's a list of everything that's been approved, and here's a list of everything that wasn't approved, I think a lot of people are going to go for the list of things that weren't approved. That's just how we are by nature. So, but I, I didn't give you like, oh, look at that. My post about this has been deleted. Yeah. Or covered up. And you know why? Because they don't want you to know. Exactly. Like, well, who are they? Facebook? I right, don't know. Right. They're watching me, man. They, I told you they didn't want me talking about this stuff. I knew it. Zuckerberg was watching. Uh, Elon Musk was watching. Now, when it comes to the hate speech stuff, that's different. And I appreciate that there are rules Against hate speech. I know some people don't think there should be any rules at all. It should just be the wild, wild west. But when it comes to the misinformation stuff or news being misinformation, I don't know what you do about that. I really don't. It's like, did you see the, you know, there's all this talk, Lazo, about the uh, anti-Semitic documentaries. And there's one of them that's on uh, Amazon. It's one of them that we talked about in the past. And I saw Amazon was saying, like, we're not going to take it down. And that's caused a lot of controversy. I don't know how to feel about that. Saying, look. The, the way to combat bad free speech is with more good free speech. We've always had that position, I feel, at least on this program. Just combat bad free speech with good free speech. That's how we've always felt. And right? and so I, I understand that by saying we're not going to take this down doesn't make you an anti-Semite necessarily. It doesn't mean that you're sympathetic to their cause. It just means this is how we're going to go about dealing with this is we're going right. to say we're not going to ban this. I don't know. You can convince me. I, I, a lot of that stuff I feel like you can convince me. Either way, I, for a long time, I thought, well, Twitter and Facebook, you know, they're the publishers. They it want does, to, to some stuff. degree, self-regulate, though. I mean, look at Kanye. Right. He lost like $500 right. billion dollars in a week. So yes. it self-regulates to some degree. And once Twitter and Facebook started enforcing a lot of that stuff, I started to kind of have a change of heart about a lot of it. Like, yeah, this just seems to be making people more convinced that what they're saying right. is the truth that, you know, the man doesn't want out. I don't know. Anyway, so if you want to spread misinformation about COVID on Twitter, apparently you're free to do so at this point going forward. Remember uh, Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton made like, I don't know, when adjusted for inflation, a trillion dollars. Did you, uh, you probably, you were you, at, were you in the Gulf when the first Batman came out? Maybe. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I guess, no, that would have been too early, right? That is 89. You wouldn't have gone over there. So that didn't happen until like 91 or something, right? So I was probably there, though. In 89, oh, yeah. you were probably already over there? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I, no, you've seen the movie. No, not 89. You're familiar with the movies. Yeah. And you know that they were huge. And I, and everyone probably has a favorite Batman series. I grew up with the Michael Keaton ones. I thought they were pretty good. But I'm not going to lie and say that I think they're better than the Christopher Nolan ones because I just don't. I just think that they came out when I was a kid. But I do think that the Batmobile in the original movies 
was awesome. That Batmobile from the first Michael Keaton movie was amazing, and it's up for auction now. And this is just the kind of thing, Lazlo, I could see you spending money on. That would be you're great. A rich guy, this would be a Lazlo rich guy toy for sure. Can be all yours. The 1989 Warner Brothers Ooh. Bat Car, currently up for sale wow, from the classic Auto Mall. The glossy black machine was featured as a prop in both the Tim Burton's Cape Crusader movies, Batman, also Batman Returns. Now, I read that it only does like 25 miles an hour, maybe 30. That'd be cool. Though. Maxes out. So, but it's got that jet engine. How much? Well, they, I saw somewhere that they're uh, starting somewhere around $1.5 million. Ugh. Yeah. It would be cool to drive to work, though. Doesn't take a billionaire to own this. Yeah, on sale for $1.5 million from the classic auto mall. So, I wish I knew somebody with a hunter. I know. Just to be just like, yo, I got it money. for you. I know. Nick Wright's not quite there yet, I don't think, but I think if he wanted to get it for himself, that could be a discussion that he could have in his household. Yeah, but I don't think he'd get it for me. No, but I don't think he's at the point where he's buying that stuff for friends yet. So you're going to have to look elsewhere. I, unfortunately, I, I'm i worried about coming up with the money to fix my car battery in my car right now. So I could use this Batmobile, but I don't have an extra one and a half mil sitting around. I should be better with my money. I could have an extra one and a half million sitting around. If only we'd invested in Bitcoin or AMC or uh, not AMC, right. GameStop when we were supposed to. You still got your AMC stock? How long has that been? I'm not a long time, and it ain't great. It's just it's only been over a year, right? Or has it been two years? It's not now? great, buddy. Yeah, but you've you've held, I, I, and it's I'll. not it's not over yet, right? I mean, well, it'll never be over, I guess. Well, I mean, they didn't like shut it down like they, they were blockbusters. No, you're right. That, no, they did not. That was officially over when it was over. The mayor of New York has said that he is going to start a new policy when it comes to dealing with uh, homelessness in the city. The City will now start seeking mental health treatment for people who need it, even if they try to refuse. So, you know, this is like what used to happen in the past if someone was unwell. This is, you know, the big fear that you could end up in a hospital and you say, I'm totally fine. Like, see, that's proof that he's not fine. He's trying to trick us all. Right. Uh, But there's a huge homelessness issue across the United States, and every state has a different way of dealing with it, it seems. But one thing that we know has changed just in our lifetimes is the access to mental health treatment yes. for people, you know, that are unemployed, let alone temporarily unhoused. Is that what we're supposed to say? Yes, that temporarily. Temporarily without homes or temporarily unhoused. So now the mayor is going to change this policy to say that these people can be treated for these mental health issues, even if they don't want to. New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced a new policy this week of treating the city's mentally ill homeless residents, even if they refuse. Outreach workers, city hospitals, and first responders will be empowered to involuntarily hospitalize anyone deemed a danger to themselves or unable to care for themselves. Laszlo, I got big news for you, my man. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm hoping you haven't seen this yet. Lindsay Lohan? No, I haven't seen it. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Pepsi Cola yeah. hired Lindsay Lohan to be part of a new Christmas ad campaign. Yeah. They are asking us to put milk in our Pepsi or Pepsi oh, in yeah, our yeah, milk. Okay. Pilk and cookies yeah. is the hashtag. They've released a few videos, and one of them is a video of the glass of milk sitting out for Santa Claus. Looks like someone, I guess it's Santa, pouring some uh, Pepsi into the milk. You see what you think is a little girl walking out of her bedroom trying to catch a glimpse of Santa Claus, right? But then when she steps out into the light, you see it's Lindsay Lohan. And she Jesus. comes and she sits down in her pajamas and she oh. starts drinking this dirty milk. I think she calls it dirty milk. Hold on, let's see what she says. That is one dirty soda, Santa. Dirty soda. <laughs> I love her. One dirty soda, yeah. Santa. 
She does have a voice, doesn't she? Oh. She's my dream girl, you know it. Yeah, well, check out the... I mean, look, she's... It's not necessarily the uh, dream outfit or whatever, but she is in holiday pajamas, you know, the flannels. Yeah. Christmas color. I, I can, All right, let me it's, Google it's, Lindsay Lohan dirty. Yeah, dude, dude well, my, maybe don't start there. I would start with... Or do Lindsay start there. Lohan Pilk and cookies. Dirty. I think if you do pilk and cookies... I did dirty. Yeah, you'll probably get some other stuff. Dirty soda. You found it? Have yeah. you ever tried putting... Pop no, when I was milk? a kid, we put it in ginger ale. Uh, milk? Yeah, milk and burners. Uh, I don't think I've ever done that. That's good. Milk and... You acted earlier, though, when I started to talk about this milk and... I've like yeah, heard of, course, of it before. Of course. Like it's a known thing. Yeah. I've never... And I'm not saying that it wouldn't taste good. I have no idea. Sometimes the oddest combinations end up being pretty good. There's some things I can't, I, I can't get into the beer cola thing. What are you talking about? It's... What? I'm watching her porch. She's got, you're like, it's pajamas. She's dressed yeah. like Santa with a short cut skirt and her legs are showing. Oh, that's a different one then. The one I saw, she's in pajamas. She's just sitting there. So maybe they've got like a family friendly Oh, no. There. Yeah, this is not. I mean, it's friendly. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, buddy. Merry Christmas. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. All right. What are we doing? We are going to talk about the Mandela Effect. It's been a while, Laszlo. Oh, right. I like the Mandela Effect. I know you do. And I know you also used to like that magazine, Mental Floss. I do. I love it. Uh, well, I saw this morning they posted, uh, I don't know, 10 or 15. If my computer worked right now, I'd just tell it to you. But it's like the 10 or 15 best examples of the Mandela Effect. And I thought, well, this is perfect. I'll, I'll share this with Laszlo. And if you don't know what the Mandela Effect is, everyone knows what the Mandela Effect is by now, right? It's when you swear you remember something but it turns out it never actually right. happened. Like, I remember Nelson Mandela dying. Right. And I remember it. it comes from. And a lot of people use the... Uh, Bernstein Berenstein Bears. Bernstein right. Bears. People say, no, it's Berenstein, not Berenstein. Or is it Bernstein? Whatever it is. Uh, people misremember that stuff. So they've got their list of the big ones. I know for a fact that one of them on the list, I can only remember one, is that the uh, Monopoly guy has a monocle, which I feel like we've maybe discussed in the past. I, honestly, until reading this, though... I would have said that Monopoly guy does have a monocle. I thought he had a monocle. It must be from Ace Ventura. No, I, I remember it. That he I had did, a monocle? Yes, of course. They say he does. Anyway, there's a bunch of them, and I'm going to give them all to you here, Lazo, in just a couple minutes once okay. I get this back on. The Church of Lazo. All right. Uh, give it to me, the Mandela Effect. I'm going yeah. to close my eyes and just give it to me. Yes. Yeah, so the first one I, I remember correctly it was the uh, Monopoly guy's monocle. Yes. We all remember it, right? You, you can... Picture it. When you close your eyes, you can see that the Monopoly guy has a monocle. But he does not have a monocle. He's never worn one, according to this Mental Floss article. And they think that people are confusing the uh, Mr. Peanut character, that some people are confusing that, and that others might be confusing it from uh, Ace Ventura Part 2. He puts on a monocle and calls him the Monopoly guy. But I'm telling you, I just remember the Monopoly guy wearing a monocle. Me too. Most likely they think it's from the uh, Mr. Peanut character, though. Okay, the next one. Again, these are all examples of the Mandela effect. The next one is Jiffy Peanut Butter. Okay. Do you remember Jiffy Peanut Butter? Yeah, I always thought it was Jiffy, but now it's Jiff. It's Jiff, and it says here that it was always (laughs) Jiff. We're probably confusing Jif and Skippy. Okay. That's one that I'm not so sure. Yeah, I feel like it was Jiffy, but okay. If you like, Certainly, if you had Jiffy peanut butter for sale on the grocery store shelves, I wouldn't bat an eye. If I bought it on sale right. and brought home Jiffy, I wouldn't think anything of it. If my girlfriend said, what, Jiffy? What is this? I'd think it's peanut butter, idiot. It's right. been around forever. Yeah. What are you talking about? But apparently it was always Jif. 
Well, are you a peanut butter loyal? I know. I've no, I switch around. Before. Okay, you you just go with right. The, yeah, I switch around quite a bit. I grew up. My parents always had Jif, but I, you know, I switch around now. Okay, now, Skippy. I like uh, Peter Pan. I like Peter Pan too. I like it. Sometimes I go crazy and get the Reese's. Reese's is pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't really taste like the peanut butter in the Reese's. Right, though. no. It's, it's not quite it's delicious, uh, salty though. enough. But, yeah, I uh, I am Peter, no, sorry, yeah, Peter Pan loyal. But I know that they say that when you do the taste test, you usually can't, even if you think you're loyal, you usually can't tell the difference. I, I do Peter think that Peter Pan is sweeter. sweeter. It is, It's yeah. sweeter, it and is. you point out it tastes more roasted. It's, yes. like, extra roasted. Yeah. So I think I could do it, but I'm not going to put myself up to the test. All right, the next example of the Mandela effect is Fruit of the Loom. The Fruit of the Loom label, to be specific. Do you know why? No. In your mind, what is the label for Fruit of the Loom? It's got, like, you know, fruit and stuff. Yeah, and isn't it in that cornucopia? It's that, you know, like the Thanksgiving cornucopia, and it's got the fruit coming out of it, and that's the, the Fruit of the Loom label, right? I don't know. Now, Maybe now I just feel like that. it's just fruit. Well, then you'd be correct, because a lot of people have this recollection, including myself, of this cornucopia with fruit inside of it but that was never the logo it's just just a pile of food yeah Uh, it says the more exposure we get to things like advertising the more memories uh, of things become detextualized or sorry decontextualized um we may remember that fruit was involved then we begin to think well how is fruit usually portrayed it's portrayed in a cornucopia okay you're telling me all these things that have something Mm -hmm. to do with how things are advertised i just remember the cornucopia so am i remembering it from thanksgiving in elementary school or what? Because I thought that was the logo. I thought the logo changed. Honestly, I remember well, thinking fruit. it changed. It's just fruit. Yeah, it's like uh, apple, an apple and, some and grapes. grapes. Right. Yeah, and that purple can grapes it. on yeah. the right and green ones on the left. Okay, the moaning Lisa. Sorry, Mona Lisa. Frowning Mona Lisa. Do you do you have any recollection of Mona Lisa having no, just like a straight a, smile? Right. It's. I don't think I have this one. When I saw it earlier, it's hard to remember because I, I'm seeing the image of it as I'm reading it. But it says that a lot of people have this memory of her frowning or looking very, you know, solemn. But she is actually, if you look at the picture, I don't know if you can see from there, but she is kind of smiling. See her? I think that's what I... I feel like I didn't remember the smile so much, but okay. This isn't one that freaks me out like the others, for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone with quite as big a smile as she's got, but... uh, why is that I, picture I, I so popular? Have, like, why is that so great? I don't know. We've looked this up before. No one seems to have a good answer. Right. It's almost like it became like popular. It's not great artwork popular. or anything. They said that it is, though, right. and then <laughs> it became know. popular because it was popular, so it's one of those kind of snowball right. effect things. All right, the Publishers Clearinghouse and Ed McMahon. Do you recall Ed McMahon from The Tonight Show yes. showing up on the doorsteps yes. of people's houses to hand these oversized checks yes. with balloons yes. because they'd struck it rich with Publishers Clearinghouse? Yes. We all remember this, right? If we're of a certain age, at least. Yes. Well, McMahon never did that, not once. Who did it? I don't know. Other but, people. No, says that's he never, not true. never appeared on camera as part of Prize Patrol. It's an example of what they referred to as source confusion. You may remember a detail like McMahon appearing on television but not the source. In no. this case, a rival's... Yeah, well, you know what? I don't remember someone else doing it. I don't remember it being Tom Cruise. I remember it being Ed McMahon. Right. Not I believe that's anyone. why this is all a simulation. Because some of these are I really wrong. do. They say the Mandela effect, but I absolutely remember Ed McMahon. Yes. Unless... And they don't ever give... If you told me, no, what you remember is Ed McMahon going to people's houses for this, for this. other thing. Yes. Then, then I'd, I'd be, be like, okay, but they fine. don't ever do that. Right. Or if they said... This is why you're mixing it up, because it was in this movie. Or like the Mr. Peanut thing. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of Mr. Peanut. I'm not thinking of Mr. Peanut. But at least it's some attempt at a 
understanding where this memory came from. But with the Ed McMahon thing, you remember it, I remember it. Ed McMahon went to people's doors. There was the camera there. They hadn't knocked on the door yet. He had the balloons in his hand. I wonder if he did a commercial for something else. They say that he did. I mean, they say that he never never did anything with uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. He never appeared on camera with them, according to this. I don't know. Now, the one that we mentioned earlier that we could remember, because everyone talks about this, is the... Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Just hold on. You find something about Ed McMahon? Yeah. Because I've got to talk about Berenstain Bears when you're ready. All right, just hold on. Because I would love an explanation as to why I remember Ed McMahon. I'm I'm not good with this explanation of we've seen him on TV, so we're mixing other people. That's ridiculous. Ed McMahon... Now, I don't know that this is it, but Ed McMahon delivered a check to a door like Publishers Clearinghouse or whatever on the Cosby show. Oh. Well, first of all, why isn't that mentioned here? Because that would be important information, I think. It doesn't say anything about him doing that on the Cosby show. And And let's see, Ed McMahon for American Family, it's him standing behind a huge $2 million check. There's a commercial for this. And the people are at home. And then Ed McMahon, again, standing in front of a check for $2 million. Then there's a check with a picture of Ed McMahon and $10 million on the check. Okay, that's a good explanation. Right, okay. Then. So now, Fine. and then he's standing in front of the check, and he's saying, uh, I could hand out $10 million checks. So now that's why I'm getting confused, I guess. Okay, that to me is a reasonable there explanation. There you go. Now, the next one, the Berenstain Bears thing, this is so ridiculous because even though we remembered it earlier, I didn't have the article open in front of me. So we were trying to remember, oh, it's it's Bernstein and not Berenstein. No, it's Berenstain Bears. Right. And, of course, a lot of people remember them as Berenstein Bears. It says that they were named by their creators, uh, Stan and Jan Berenstain, meaning the name appears at least twice on the book cover. So why... Do readers insist that it's Berenstein? It's likely due to the fact that kids may have seen the name misspelled in newspaper articles or in handwritten references from other kids or adults. Why is it that we collectively all have this one wrong? Because this is one that everyone knows. Everyone thinks it's Berenstein Bears. No one thinks it's Berenstein Bears. That doesn't sound right. I would think that I'm just pronouncing it wrong and that it's pronounced Berenstein. Our teachers did not say Berenstein Bears. They said Berenstein Bears. And this whole thing about them being Berenstain Bears did not happen until we started talking about the Mandela effect. This is one, Lazo, where I think the simulation is just wrong. It just is because everyone collectively remembers this one. It's I would say of all of them on the list, it's the one that the most people have this right. apparently wrong memory of. Okay, so the next one. Again, these are all examples of the Mandela effect. The next one is risky business. Yeah. You remember Tom Cruise dancing in his underwear. Yeah. He's got the dress shirt on. He's got the Ray-Bans on, right? Mm-hmm. Your brain probably gets most of that right. But if you watch that scene again, you might be surprised to see that Cruise is not wearing sunglasses at all. There's no sunglasses in that shot. When he slides out and starts singing, he's not wearing sunglasses. He's wearing the underwear. He's wearing the dress shirt. He's wearing the socks. There's no sunglasses. Now, I've got to 
assume that this comes from seeing him in sunglasses and other things or seeing people do recreations well, I think of in this. the promo for the movie, he's wearing the glasses, glasses right? right? On so the maybe, cover yeah. of the movie, he's okay, wearing Okay, that glasses. one doesn't bother me as much. They say it likely comes from seeing Cruz in the shades in other scenes or in the film's advertising material. When you watch a movie, it's a big chunk of information, this guy says, and a lot of things happen in that chunk. And when you go back to recreate it, you start mixing these things up, and that's where we... I also think that, though, there were probably several instances of people doing parodies of, of him, and they used the sunglasses. Yeah, I agree. We've seen that a million times. Now, the Kazam Shazam thing, you remember this? I know we've talked about this one before, was Shaq. So Shaq was in a movie called Kazam. Yeah, I, yes, right? The most startling example of the Mandela effect, possibly, could be this one, the widespread belief that an entire... Feature film exists titled Shazam. Yes, I absolutely remember that. Starring actor and comedian Sinbad as a genie. What people are recollecting is Kazam, a 1996 comedy starring Shaquille O'Neal as a wish-granting mystical figure. Okay, all right, I'm good with that. the confusion stems from the fact that Sinbad appeared in several children's films in the 90s. One of them, First Kid, reportedly had a preview for Kazam on the VHS release, sold millions of kids saw this trailer on the VHS home video, and they've apparently mixed yeah, okay. these up. I'm fine with that. But just telling me that Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam sounds... And I remember Kazam. I know yeah. that Shaq was also a genie, but if you told me that Sinbad was in one too and it was called Shazam, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, Tinkerbell dots the I in Disney. You know when the Disney logo goes at the beginning, right? It's it's got yeah. the picture of the castle or whatever, and then here no, comes the logo, and then Tinkerbell comes up and she, bing, yeah. right? It says popping in a Disney VHS tape or DVD was a rite of passage for millions of kids in the eighties and nineties. Some of whom recall an animated Disney logo in which Peter Pan co-star Tinkerbell flies in to dot the I in Disney with her wand. Yes, hundred percent remember this. And by the way, this was the first I'd heard that this wasn't real. It was when I read this today, because I, I still remember her coming in and of dying. Of course, she died. had to do it in a movie then. It says, others insist that Tinkerbell writes out the entire word. Yet another version is that Tinkerbell gets upset and shaking her wand to get it to work, boom, the dot comes out. Still another is that Tinkerbell is bopping the top of the Disney castle. One amateur sleuth appeared to excavate an old VHS introduction, which seems to match this description. Though Tinkerbell uh, was using fairy dust, she's not using a wand to write uh, the logo. It's just the fairy dust. Others believe that Tinkerbell practiced her skills in front of the modern Disney logo and that true evidence of Tinkerbell's sleight of hand has yet to be revealed. I cannot believe that this is a Mandela effect thing. I 100% remember seeing it many, many times. Tinkerbell coming out. Not some video that somebody had to dig up, some web sleuth where it happens to show Tinkerbell throwing fairy dust. I remember the Disney logo at the beginning of every movie, Tinkerbell flying out with the wand and dotting yeah, the eye. It's got to be in some I, I remember it. They're saying that it might be this one clip that I would have never even seen, by the way, and that that's where we're all getting this from. I don't know. Curious George has a tail. I don't know how much I remember Curious George. I remember yeah. I remember the books were yellow. But it says uh, that the book uh, was created by H.A. Uh, and Margaret Ray in 1939, proceeded to have a number of adventures in print and on television. But Curious George should reserve his concern for his own anatomy. Despite what many readers may remember, he's never depicted with a tail, which is typically, you know, seen on most monkeys, that they've got the tail there. It's usually a hallmark. See, here's the thing. I think that there's reasons why. The Nelson Mandela thing is weird. It's very weird. But I feel like maybe they told us he died and he didn't, and maybe, right? Yeah, I there's got to be explanations for a lot of these. 
Also, some of them, I think, once you tell it to me, is it just that it sounds right to me as you're saying it? And I well, go, like oh, this yeah. one I just looked up, it was the Fruit of the Loom thing. And this one just says, uh, they're talking about an actor, right? Who was okay. the grapes in the commercial? Okay. <clears throat> for 19 years, Wright made anywhere from 120 to 140 television commercials for Fruit of the Loom underwear. And he didn't even wear Fruit of the Looms. He wore skimpy bikini briefs. They're not talking about this, right? Yeah. My wife is European, he says, from a hotel room in Tampa. She said, cotton underwear made me look like an old man. Anyhow, Fruit of the Looms logo, a cornucopia swollen with an apple, green grapes, purple grapes, and their green leaves. Right was the purple grape. Okay. So there's a newspaper there, article where they're talking about that existed right. at some point. Okay. Which would be nice if that was included right. in this article yes. because that explains quite and a bit. You could have looked it up. It re- literally took me three minutes. Yeah. And it, that's clearly where people are getting this from. Yeah, there must I mean, have been they, something right. where it existed. Uh, Smokey the Bear, you remember him? Yeah, Do you know what's wrong with that memory? No. He was never called Smokey the Bear. He was called Smokey Bear. Okay, who cares? That's ridiculous. That's one of those things that, yes, but people obviously started calling him Smokey the Bear. That's not, to me, right. a, a good example of the Mandela effect. We're not misremembering something. People just said it wrong forever, right? I, I mean, yes, that's I agree what it that. has to be. Uh, born in the USA and the bandana effect. Do you know about this one? The album cover for Born in the USA, right? Yeah. It's iconic. Yeah. It's uh, his ass and jeans, and right. he's wearing that leather belt with the studs on it. And what else? In your memory, you may see a bandana hanging out of his it's pocket. A hat, it's actually it? a hat. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people remember it be, as being a red bandana. Okay. I don't have a problem with the hat. Honestly, if you told me what it was from memory, I, I might have said the bandana, but when I saw the hat, I was like, that's fine. Yeah. I can go with that. That one doesn't bother me. The Berenstain Bears bother me. The fact that Nelson Mandela was not told, you know, we weren't told that he died when whenever that was, the late 90s. That one bothers right. me. Uh, and honestly, the Tinkerbell thing, th- that's a new one now, to I me, and that like bothers I've, me a lot. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that. I would like to find that. Someone has a better explanation than one time she popped up in one VHS that this internet sleuth was able to find. I'm confident that she did something with that wand during those logos. Maybe she didn't dot the I. Like they said, there's slightly different variations of that memory, but she did something in those logos, and someone listening can explain that, just like the cornucopia thing. Well, I'm looking at some of these. I don't know. There is a video of her, but it's not the one that I remember, and to say that it only happened once, it's not what we're remembering. And now I don't trust this article because you've been able to find some of the stuff fairly easily. The Ed McMahon thing, Publishers Clearinghouse... If he yeah, was I doing commercials that. for something else with a giant check, I then, mean, I feel like I remember him going door to door, but if they're saying it was pictures of homes and then a cut to him with a giant check, then... Okay, but okay, man, I can man. see it. I Me can too. certainly see it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? What's going on with Antonio Brown? You saw this no. morning that there was an arrest warrant for him no. again, or warrant for what his happened? arrest. They didn't in I'm the article I read this now. morning. They didn't say, but I'm just seeing right now that it says he's apparently locked himself in his ex fiance's home and refuses to leave while police are attempting to arrest him. I don't. Is there an update to this? Six hours ago, Tampa police issued arrest warrant for former Buccaneer Antonio Brown for domestic battery. Yeah, so that was this morning. I saw that. Oh, it does say domestic battery. Okay, maybe it did say that this morning. Maybe they just didn't have the details about who all was involved. But, on Thursday afternoon, Tampa police tried to serve an arrest warrant for domestic violence on the former Buccaneers at South Tampa home, but he refused to come out. There you go. It says, uh, accused of throwing a shoe at his ex-fiance's head and unlawfully evicting her out of her house by throwing her belongings onto the street. And the suspect exited the residence, threw a shoe at the victim, striking her in the ponytail. 
The victim had no injuries but believed the shoe was meant for her head. The suspect uh, would not open the door or come outside to speak with officers. The suspect, uh, also during the incident, attempted to issue an informal eviction to the victim. Oh, so this is all part of the same thing? Yeah. So the standoff is over with then, right? Or is it not? I think they left, from what I understand. Okay, Antonio Brown. Have you ever, uh, you've run from the police, right? Yeah, of course. You ever get away? Yeah, of course. Like, are we talking uh, on foot? Getting pulled, oh, on foot? I yeah. did it once on foot. I hid. We were getting chased on foot, but it was dark out. Yeah. But there was enough people, kind of that school of fish thing, and I laid down in a field where the grass was pretty tall. Right. And I could hear. It was like I laid in someone's movies. garden. And just. In a neighborhood. And it was dark. Like, I was running through the backyard. We jumped some fences. They were in the car on the street following people. And people kept running, and I stopped and walked slowly backwards. I saw the car go, and I was like, well, I'm either going to get caught right now, or I'm going to be the one who gets caught or the one who gets away. They're going to go after all these people or not me. And I backed up because there was, like, uh, tomato plants and, like, of someone's garden. Yeah. And I just laid in it, and it was dark out. And I laid in it, and I just waited. A long time, right? <laughs> Forever. I waited a long Forever. time. I mean, the cops had probably been gone for an hour before I got up. Yeah, but I was afraid too, because they might I thought still be they just still there. walked driving around the street. Yeah, and they could, for right. all I know, they could be, you know, giving each other hand signals like, quiet. And then no, I used to run from them on my moped all the time. All the time on my moped. And are they, are they chasing you in their car? Yeah. So, like, if you ever, you had to wear a helmet in Michigan when I was a kid. So, a lot of times, I just take it to school and not wear a helmet. And if they saw you, you know, they would turn on their lights and chase you in the neighborhood. So, the, the game was, if I could get to the middle school, they had those big cement pylons yeah. that a car couldn't get through to yeah. stop someone from crashing into the school. But a moped could go through in between them. Yeah. So if I could get to that before they got, it was like a race to that. And if I could get through there, then they would they would stop there. And if they started to go around the other way, then I'd leave the other way. If they started to go this way, then I'd leave the other way. There's no, they couldn't get in me. And then if the cops got out of the car, just take off. And it's not like they knew who you were to say, oh, don't worry. I know I where just, he lives. I'm going to go to his house. Maybe, but I would just take off and then put the moped in my garage. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't going to ask my dad or anything. I don't know. Maybe they could have tracked me down, but they didn't. I remember my friend's dad telling us one time when we were over at his house that he pointed out the fact that they had a wraparound driveway. And he said, now I know you boys, whenever you run from the police, you're probably going to end up trying to come here because of our wraparound driveway. And honestly, that's not something that I had thought about up until then. Right. Even though my old house had had a wraparound driveway. I was just a kid when we lived there. I wasn't running from the cops. But I, once he said that, it was in my brain. And from that moment on, any time there was an issue with the police and someone was thinking about running, I always thought, do we know anyone around here with a wraparound Why would driveway? that help you? Because you can get it off the street, so you go. they can't see you. So if they're not close enough to you, you can just fly down their driveway, go behind the house, and then the cops oh, are driving behind the street. behind it. Yeah. So I they thought you meant wraparound, like, you know, oh, sorry, the no, half circle like on the front yard. Yeah. yeah, no, sorry, the driveway that goes back behind oh, yeah. the house. Which, that running from the police is probably something I never would have attempted on my own, but... The first time it ever happened, I was in a friend's car. He was getting pulled over. He ran from them, and we got away. Wow. And I think I was so shocked by this. Like, I can't believe. Surely they're going to be coming for us, right? They're going to come knocking on the door. But they didn't. So a couple more times over the course of my life, I mm-hmm. I ran away. And honestly, the, the times that I ran away, I... I got away. Yeah, but if you don't get away, and you're a lot of trouble. It's a ton not of trouble. It. It's not worth it Also, at my all. buddy Matt texted just to tell you, Laverne, uh, Laverne and Shirley, uh, Laverne drank milk and Pepsi. 
Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I don't think I watch that show much. Obviously, yeah. I'm familiar with it, but right. uh, I thought that Milk and Pepsi sounded familiar yeah, for some reason, it. but I couldn't. What's the one where you mix uh, Coke with uh, wine? We talked about that. That's uh, I don't know what drink. Coke and wine is, but Coke and Kahlua is a black Russian. A black Russian, yes. Right, mix milk with it, then it's a white Russian. And red wine and Coca-Cola is called something. We looked this <sighs> up last time. I think it might be Spanish. It's pretty good, honestly. And, Lazo, there are conflicting reports here about this Antonio Brown thing, but this one is from less than an hour ago. And it says that former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown was reportedly about to be arrested for domestic violence stemming from an incident that happened November 28th. Calamocho? Yeah, Calimocho. Yeah, Calimoto. I think maybe that's how they say it. I'm not sure. Well, it's got but, a yeah. C H O on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I'm trying to think how I've heard it said, but yes, that's that's definitely. Yeah, it's not bad, man. I think you would. I think you would agree. It's got to be red wine. It's not just like any wine. It's red wine, and uh, when I've had it, it was always Coca Cola. But I'm sure you could use Pepsi. But yeah, this here says that. As well, it looks we like speak, it's been so it's close, but you're. Right. I think you're right. There's two pronunciations because. The Italians do it, and then they do it in Spain, and they okay. say it differently. Okay, so maybe that's the difference. Because I thought I'd heard it pronounced Kalimoto, but maybe, maybe, I don't know, that's like the Mandela effect. But this says, as we speak, Tampa Bay police are trying to arrest Antonio Brown, but he's locked himself inside the South Tampa home huh. in this wild standoff, according to the Daily Mail. So when they're not out I, trying to catch if people... If that doesn't make any sense to you, just listen to the podcast we discussed yes. earlier. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Everything good? Yeah, I think we're about done. Really? Is that's it? Thir- yeah, we're almost out of time. Nice. I did. I know Nick didn't call this week. He's busy because their schedule's weird with the uh, uh, World Cup yeah. and everything. But <clears throat> you're the sports expert anyway. Kind of. You're not going to ask me a World Cup question, are you? I mean, no, I'm not going to I like watching soccer, but I don't know too much about it. No, I was going to ask you about football. Okay, as I a got you. Spo- as a spoiled Chiefs fan. Yes. As a spoiled fan, and I know I've talked to you about this before, but... There are certain things that are great to have as complaints. Like, you know, things that I never thought I'd miss, like noon games. Like, you know, the game's right, over sure, at 3, yeah, you wake right, up, right, watch right. it. My team never plays at noon anymore. No, but right. you know what? I'll take it, obviously. Now, it's, it's national games in the past. If it was a national game, I just knew they were about to get destroyed by Denver or something right, right. in front of everyone. So there's plenty of good problems to have. The one thing that I'm not sure if it's a problem or not, and this is where I need your sports expertise. Like, they played the Rams, right? Yeah. That team... Not in great shape right now. All you hear is people talking about how decimated they are with yeah. injuries. And yet it, it's still just not quite a game where the Chiefs can dominate. You keep thinking like they're going to – and I know you said a, right. a month or so ago that maybe you know we're missing some of that speed and that that's part of why the Chiefs can't go in and just I mean, Tyree Kill, people you know, are saying, oh, they don't miss them, they don't miss them. But, I mean, he can – look at what the Dolphins are doing. He can right. take the top off of a football – I mean, he is unbelievable. But as a Chiefs fan, should I be worried no. by the fact that they don't see it's, No, just because they're not scored 50 points every game. Now well, they're, but like they're having winning. trouble in the red zone. They do win. That's they just win. it. That's, That's what I'm it. saying. And sometimes they do look ex- as more as explosive as any team. Sometimes you just got to, you, you know, it's not working the way you think. So you got to grind out a win. Is there any truth to the idea that teams like the Chiefs, who are, you know, favorites to, to, to make it to the playoffs, right, and to do well in the playoffs, they're – on tons, like we mentioned, national uh, games, and they're talked about all the time in the sports media. Is it possible that a team like that, when they play a team like a injured Rams team, that they they have a different strategy because they don't want to show things? I hear that, and I just wonder: is there any evidence? Has anyone ever actually come out and said that that's a, a real thing that coaches don't want to show their best plays and don't want to 
show everything that they have, all their weapons when they because they're going to need. People talk them. about that. That seems odd to me, but I'm sure it happens. I'm sure they have plays that are in their back pocket that they haven't used yet. I'm positive they do. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't use them next week. I'm sure they can call them at any time, and if they don't need them, they don't call them. Well, they might call them in a Super Bowl when they're losing to San Francisco. All of a sudden, wow, let's run this play. It seems like... 85 Wasp or whatever it right. was, right? Or like the throw to Don Terry Poe, right, all those yeah. crazy things that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think they, they have them, and I think, they yeah, they probably don't call them unless they need them. So what are you thinking now? It's December officially. Today's the yeah. first. What are your predictions now? Oh, boy. I said the Chiefs and the Bucks. Yep. Well, what did you say? I never made a Super Bowl pick, I don't think. You and Nick did. You said Chiefs, Bucks, and he said uh, he said Chiefs and who did he say? I don't know. It was Cowboys last year. Who did he say this year? I know that as time went on, he said that he was starting to like your pick of Bucks, but that was still quite a while ago. That was when they were winning games, I guess. So I just wonder where you stand now in December. Also, is you know, uh, the crazy thing is the Bucks are five and six and they're in first place in their division. Right, they can still make it to the playoffs and they can still make it to the Super Bowl. Do you think? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is done, like in the NFL? No, I don't think he's done in the NFL, but I think he's done with the Packers for sure. So there is someone that would want him as oh, a starter. Someone will try, yeah, yeah. Someone will try. I I don't I, I don't see those games. I only see the highlights when they're over. It doesn't look like things are going very well for that team, and it, I don't know how much of it is his fault. I'm, it's hard to bet against the Eagles. The Eagles are good, right? Yeah, ten and one. Is that your new pick for NFC? Well, I mean, it's crazy because I don't know. I mean, I will just stick with what I said. I'll I'll go Chiefs and Bucks. I mean, there is a chance that Brady could make it to the playoffs and have to go against Geno Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Kirk Cousins. They could be an eight and, you know, just a 500 team. Yeah. And make it through the playoffs. So I'll stick with them. I, though I don't think it. If I had, if you said right now, who do I think is going to make it? Yeah, you're betting. Money and I'm now. always looking for storylines. What's that storyline? The Eagles is a good storyline, yeah. right? Yeah. Jalen Hurts against Tua, the two Alabama quarterbacks, benched for each other. One had to move to a different college. I heard you talking. Now to they about actually that. have to face each other in the Super Bowl. That's a crazy story. I don't know if that'll happen, but that is a fun, crazy story. I mean, the Eagles versus the Dolphins. That would be something. That would be something. That would be something. Is that where you put your money story. right now? Today? Right now. I'm gonna you go would. yeah, I'm gonna go okay. Eagles Dolphins. All right. You? I I still think that there's some magical way that the Bucks. I know. Chiefs Bucks is I mean, that's it. That's such an easy pick yes. for uh, as far as storylines go. And because they're, like you said, still in first place in that division, right? Anything's possible. Could absolutely see that happening. All right, that's all I wanted to ask you. So you, you, you're not, you're not having any uh, no I, questions I or still, concerns I with would the go, Chiefs. No, I would go Chiefs, and then NFC. I don't know. Are the Eagles really that good? Are the Giants good? Seen the Cowboys blow it a million times. The 49ers, the Seahawks. I don't know that anybody's all that good. So whoever comes out of there, it could be anybody. But man, that story. Of Tua versus Hertz is 
That that would be an exciting Super Bowl. So that's where your money is now. Well, no, but that might be Just what I want to see. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay. what do I want to see and what do I think? I think it's probably more likely that Brady turns it around, makes it, squeaks in the playoffs, and beats the Giants and the Eagles. The Giants and the Eagles and the Cowboys, it's always impossible to tell what's going on right. over there anyway. And I don't get to see all the games, as I mentioned, but – I never trust any of that until they make it to the playoffs. Right. It's just such a weird division. I mean, the beginning of the year, the, the Giants, I don't know, the whole thing. It's it's December, which is crazy. But, man, wouldn't – I know you're a Chiefs fan, but just take the Chiefs out of it and you're ready for the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, imagine the Chiefs didn't make it. Right. Wouldn't Miami, Philadelphia, cool. with those two quarterbacks who have battled their entire college career yeah. now facing off in the Super Bowl be fun? Be a good storyline. And I did see the – like, the, the Dolphins are doing fun things, too. Like, they – they had a uh, – and I am a Dolphins fan. They had uh, their coach talking to two on the sidelines. And he was like, yo, man. And he's like, what? He's like, I was looking at some old tapey, man. And I, I don't know. When you were in high school and he said he was playing, he goes, yeah. He goes, whew, your technique was terrible, That's man. That's what he said. Yeah, like on the sidelines. He's like, get away from me, man. I, I didn't see that. Funny. All funny. right, are we done? That's it. We're out of All time. All right, good show to it. Uh, stay positive, kids. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.